tonight on Basement Boys 2. Eduardo and Derek welcome newcomer Josh Elliott to the program. The boys give health updates, talk about hockey, Derek's latest stand-up booking, and Tyra Banks' IQ. While we're on the subject of IQs, Eduardo's is not high. And now I don't practice Santeria, I ain't got no crystal ball I had a million dollars but I'd, I'd spend it all. If I could find that Hina and that Sancho that she's found, I'd pop a cap in Sancho and I'd slap her down. Here's three people talking about absolutely nothing of consequence. Should have a hard time with that one. Yeah. I had to edit in that. I had to, because it got choppy last week too, yeah. so I had to like cut in a good copy of it. So I don't know what's why it's doing that, but. Siri's having a tough time. Figure it out. No one will notice when okay. they listen to the show. Yeah. No. <laughs> Welcome, Josh. Thanks for joining hey Josh. us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks to be another, uh, another uh, an actual DJ. Yeah, in not fact, former, not anymore. Well, yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's tough. But. Once you're a DJ, you're always a DJ. <laughs> That's what they say. Like, not the cool type of DJ, not the spinning records kind, but the maybe the you should be that though. Kind. I know. I need to need to pick up the field scratch records. And yeah, I, mean, I have to do just press play on a laptop now though. That's not the good kind though. Well. They make money, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> knock them all we want. Exactly. <laughs> They're going home with bags of money, and yeah, we're still here. We're still here. Yep, that's yep. it's the sad truth. The worst part that I, I think you bring it up, which is press and play, is how much people spend to go to those shows. That's what I mean. It's, it's just like two hundred fifty bucks, and everybody's like, oh, "I'm going to go to Paradiso this year," and you go, "Okay, well, that's a fun live show." Play. Yep, exactly. And dance around like you did something. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, good stuff. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Josh is a gentleman that I met through my wife, actually, yep. whose yep. wife works at the, uh, same, at the same elementary school that my wife does. Kind of just that mutual wife relationship. Yeah, nice. that's, that's a big thing, yeah. And so then we actually, I actually met Josh for the first time. When you met Josh for the first time, oh, when we really? went to the Vandal game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was that yeah. really the first time? Well, yeah. Okay. I, I, I thought it was sooner than that, but. No. no, yeah, I'd only met you. I don't remember if I went to volleyball and had like a brief introduction to you when I watched a volleyball I'm game. I'm sorry if you came and watched us play volleyball. I want to play next that, year. Oh, God. I'm, I'm was, playing. It was bad. It was bad. Bree wants to play really bad. We well, that's what we need to make a team. Yeah, yeah. I'm down with that. Bree yeah. Bree wants to play really bad. Yeah, yeah. We'll make a. She's team. trying to get her. Uh, you know, she, our she team goes, is going to be the team that I want to make. The ideal team is mm-hmm. going to be at the Super Bowl party. Really? Oh, okay. All, all of us are going to be at the. Bree's going to physical therapy right now to get that rotator cuff back. Oh, awesome! Because she's uh, she's been you know she's been under. Oh, really? That rotator cuff. Yeah. She's got to get it back. She got that sport injury. So she she wants to get it back so she can play some volleyball. She wants to play though. No, that's real. awesome. I didn't know that she wanted to do that until recently, and I was like, oh, oh. well, because I remember cool. I brought it up to you, and you're like, I don't know, I got a lot of work, a lot of schoolwork, yeah, and then she's you're like, yeah, like let's and then do you brought it. it up to her mm-hmm. just in passing. And she's yeah. like, I want to do it. She's like, I want to do it. And she's like, I got to work, work on this rotator cuff though. I'm like, cool. <laughs> and then and then today she's like, I'm doing really good on that rotator cuff. Can't wait to play some volleyball. And I'm like, fucking good. The single answer for it. I'm glad. Glad that rotator cuff's going good. Uh, oh, so anyway. you recover. 100%. <laughs> play some volleyball. That's what I was always wanting. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like roll over on her in bed. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I fuck up your? 
So it looks like we're playing. Yeah, awesome. Cool. <laughs> There's so much excitement going on in here. Um, Just so much. So, uh, well, I got Josh into hockey. You, you did. And it's it's been interesting. It's been an absolutely... Uh, I, I think it's just like an excuse every Sunday to just get the shit beat out of you, and then you just go back for more. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm just like in a bad BDSM relationship, and it's just, there's no like good parts coming out of Can it. Can you it's, skate backwards? I, I, we he's were actually learning to that. skate I'm backwards. actually learning how to skate backwards. Cool, because he's in the... I play goal. He plays goalie, so he gets more kind of like... Yeah, the, the chance at it. And yeah. he's probably also more athletic than I am, too. See, so the, the reason they picked me up, no joke, they told me it was free if you played goal. And mm-hmm. I'd never played hockey mm-hmm. before. So I was like, well, I don't have to pay. Do you have the stuff? She's like, yeah, sure. I'm like, Perfect, sign me up. And then it was just a shit show from there. <laughs> and it's been continuing every Sunday since. Are you getting so, better, though? I, I don't right. think so. You are. <laughs> no, you are. You're getting. You're getting better. I feel like I'm... I, I feel like right now I'm in like plateau stage of my except the last co- you, you scored you scored against me a couple weeks ago yeah but I'm like I, I, I'm slow dude I'm, I feel like I'm moving in slow motion half Kay. the time and then I'll do something where like one minute I'm doing something cool and then I eat it and, and the thing and then I'm like ah oh, fuck the thing that's the worst part about it is they were like yeah. You can come and play. It'll, they'll they'll be nice. They'll they'll help you out. And they have been nice and helped us out. But they're like, they've got sixty year old guys that'll, you know, they're slower, but they'll play. And the worst part is, is the fucking sixty year old guys are the ones that'll just kick your ass. <laughs> There's just no thought to it. This is guys. The fucking I think they've grown up on the ice. They're all Canadian, <laughs> and it's just it's insane. Well, yeah, and well, that Brad Brad Hart, the oh, one dude, that guy fucking always hits me in the face with pucks every Jeez. every time. He's well. I talked to him the other day. He's only been playing like nine years. Oh, that, yeah, I heard that too, and I was like, no way. There's no and way. and you know he's good because he he's wears a big he doesn't guy wear too. A he just wears mask. like the he just wears a half one. Like yeah. that's how you know I'm not, yeah. we're not messing with this guy. He's done. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a bigger guy. Yep, but he's so fast for like his size. Well, it's him and him and Steve, the the real old guy, the guy that's like, yeah, my knees hurt tonight. We're gonna play pretty <laughs> yeah, slow, yeah. and then he's just skating circles around anybody, and you're like, all right, Steve, quit uh, quit quit bragging yourself there. Now. <laughs> yeah, you want to so, see him on an okay. off night. I keep wanting to see Derek come down and play. You need yeah, to. I can't do it. You gotta come. I have the time. Are you working on the rotator cuff to get it working? Well, that's me. Yeah, that's that's a rotator, I got a cuff rotator cuff, cuff issue. No, I say it's my. There's the rest of my body. It's a. Uh, uh, so it's not conditioned. <laughs> doesn't matter. No, really. One of the things I like, can't breathe. There's a that stick and puck. I went and did the stick and puck last week, and with the little kids that just kick the crap out of you. We'll see. Every time I've talked to Jessica down there, she made it sound like lots of a like because Nicole's like you should bring the kids when you go and go down and take the kids with you and have, give them a chance to like Try run it. around on the ice and I'm like. I don't know. I think it's going to be like some mostly guys down, like mostly. Uh, no, it's the opposite of that. Have I ever told it you was, the story when I first when I first started when she told me to go to Stick and Puck as well? She told you to go to Stick and Puck. She as was well? like, "Okay, there's this there's a super good goalie. They'll help you out." And I'm like, <laughs> "Okay, perfect. You know, this is my. I'm, all right, I have no idea what's going on. Sure, I'll go down there and try it out." And she goes, "Okay, let me let me introduce you to him." And she introduces me to this like eight year old girl, <laughs> and she's like. All right, this is who's helping you out tonight. And I was, you know, it's a pride check. You're like, yeah, sure, okay, perfect. Well, we'll go and do that. So I spent 20 minutes putting on these freaking leg pads. 20 minutes. I'm just like, this is awful. Like, I'm already sweating. 
I'm not. I'm just like this. Oh, here's the workout. This is the best part of it. And the little girl, she's gone the entire time. She walks back and turns, looks at me, and goes, "Those are on wrong," and just walks off. <laughs> Forty minutes later, we finally get them on right, and she just yells at me and tells me what I'm doing wrong the entire time. And that was my first experience playing hockey. It was great. That's awesome. Eight year old just screaming at me. Yeah, that's great. I went out there and uh, I'm really missing out. I was, you need to come. I was skating around and all these little kids are just like, and there's one kid out there that's just like, he's doing the the center circle mm-hmm. and he's skating like forwards and he goes backwards and I'm just like, holy crap. And he must be like 10 or 12 and he's just going nuts out there. But so I'm out there and I'm kind of hitting pucks and kind of skating around and getting like just comfortable again. Like every time I step on the ice, I feel like I'm relearning how to do it every time. <laughs> I mean, every time I'm like, I kind of step out on the ice and I'm do this little like weird dance. And then I, then I'm kind of like, Oh yeah, that's how I do it. And then, <laughs> but so I do that. And this one kid comes up to me. He's like, Hey, what's your name? And I'm like, Oh, I'm Ward. Hi. And he tells me his name. And like, it's like, I'm terrible with names. So as soon as he says his name, it's like gone. And, but after I left, he's like, see you later, Ward. And I'm like, uh, see you, buddy. <laughs> you throw the dog name in there. But, uh, um, but I hit this one puck, and this little girl was, like, kind of laying down on the ice. And I, like, <laughs> hit it into her. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And, I'm like, and she's like, it's all right. I'm a hockey player. <laughs> or she's like, I'm okay because I'm a hockey player. And I'm like that's awesome and so then i go over i'm like are you sure you're okay and then um this was like right after we watched um abducted in plain sight dude so i'm Perfect. standing there yeah. talking to this and she's like i'm like and i'm starting to like just because i'm like this girl looks kind of like my daughter she's little like she looks she's, like she's, she's little well she's t- i'm like this kid's tiny i'm like so how old are you not i'm just like asking innocent questions yeah I'm like, so how old are you? And she's like, I'm six. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, I go, my daughter's, um, she's five, or she's five, she's going to be six in April. What's her name? I'm like, oh, her name's Zoe. I know Zoe. Oh, no, I, she's not here with me. I don't, she doesn't play hockey. And then, uh, so then I'm like, I'm just having this, like, watching myself from the outside have <laughs> this conversation. And then I'm like, do you want to see my van? And yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm like. <laughs> What's the next thing? Like, and so then I'm like, okay, well, it's nice to meet you. And I skate away. As I like, cause I'm like, okay. Cause by this point in time, I'm kind of like the one big tall guy standing out there on the ice. And, uh, the parents are all watching from afar. So I'm just, I can imagine the parents are like, who is the, the creep man that can't skate very well talking to the little kids. <laughs> So I skated off, and then I didn't talk to her for like the rest of the time. And was that the last stick and puck? That's still, yeah, I'm not going again. <laughs> I have to, I, yeah, I I have to come watch you guys come play. <laughs> you should come watch on a Sunday and just check it out. On a Sunday, don't come yeah. to stick and puck. <laughs> don't, don't come to stick and puck where we're just creeping around. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just creeping. Kids. <laughs> well, and they don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, she would have probably said, yeah, if I asked her to see my van. Like, if she wants. <laughs> I got puppies and candy in the van. <laughs> I'm a hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm a hockey player. <laughs> I'll, uh, come, I'll come watch you guys play, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not. We're not playing this Sunday because the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Next Sunday. 
I'm pretty sure Kyle's the only person that would actually play on this Sunday. Like, you know he's, like, probably hurt inside that everybody's watching football and not playing hockey. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, we had that short turnout, that small turnout this last, not this. The one before. The one before yep. where we played the whole time. That was, yeah, that was tough. Which was fun. But. But also tough because we've had, like, the big turnouts where I'm like, oh, man, I'm spending more time on the bench than I'd like. I'd like to be out there more. Um, play goal. You never leave. Oh, I know. <laughs> you ever. You don't ever get a break. <laughs> I know. Well, by the time I were done, you look like you're about toast, though. No, the worst part is, is I just stand there and get sweaty. <laughs> and every, every time we go back in the locker room, they're like, why are you so sweaty? You just stood there. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> you know what concentration it takes to stand still in here? It's awful. Oh, man. I feel like I'm missing out. It's a lot of fun. Should, I don't know how you don't want to play. You're not I just don't have the fun. time. Or the knees. Oh, you'll... You can do it. It's the knees. Sure. Yeah, the rotator cuff. <laughs> no, it is it's legitimately... It's, it is the knees, though. The is knees, it? Though. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. It sucks. Um, I wasted the good, the good years of the knees on uh, high school football. So. I played high school football. Yeah, I wasted the knees on that. Did you play high school ball? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where'd, you guys, where'd you guys play at? A uh, little town called St. Regis, Montana. Did you guys play eight-man over there? I yeah. played Lewis. I played Lewis. And yeah, we played C-School eight-man ball. I played eight-man growing up, too. Nice. Very cool. It was, it was, you guys played on the small fields, though, right? 80-yard field, yeah. yeah. We played on full size. Did you? And it, was, it was awful. <laughs> awful. <laughs> yeah, I, love to, I, I love to watch eight-man. It's fun. Well, you got that, that kid now that's playing that's... Leighton Vander Esch started eight man. He did in Riggins, in Riggins, Riggins Idaho. Yeah, yeah. See, that's we used to play against Riggins, so that was the it was cool seeing him. Well, I played with awesome. some pretty intense players. Are you uh, around his age or? Uh, I actually played. I think against him my senior year. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I played against him. Cool. Uh, so a little bit of health updates. Mm-hmm. Um, really quick, Josh. You, um, I don't know if you want to talk about this or not, but you actually lost a bunch of weight. Uh, recently, didn't you? Yeah, about a year. Starting about a year ago, I was about eighty pounds heavier than I am now. That's, Very nice. Yeah, I was. I didn't notice I was eighty pounds heavier than all of us now. It's hard to notice until yeah, it's oh yeah, gone, until you see pictures. Like, and the worst part is, my wife and I we decided to lose all the weight right after our wedding, and so we have like before and after pictures. And we're like, like why did wedding we do pictures this immortalized? After? Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right. So we have like all these pictures on our walls, all these like you know two thousand dollar pictures that we spent that are. <laughs> like huffalumps, so that's the worst part. <laughs> but oh well. Well, that's that's all right though. Yep. Renew your vows someday. Someday. Don't tell her that. I don't want to spend. Them. <laughs> we literally just paid off that that load. I don't want to go right back to paying more. Yeah. Well, Fair so uh, on the nineteenth of January, Nicole was like, "We need to go out. I need to start running." She's going to start training for like a five k. So she's doing like the couch to five k. And so I was like, okay, well, we'll go run up the track because we go like over to the junior mm-hmm. high and we'll run on the track during the weekends. And so we've been going over and I've had some real like success. Like I don't ever run in January. This is the first time I've ever run in January in the last like three years since I've started running. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I ended today. Today was the last day I could run cause 31st but i ran i've ran since the 19th 26 miles 
where I've never run in January before. And that's just one of the things I'm kind of proud of. But I, um, it's awesome. Oh, it's awesome, yeah. You know how we would talk about like the subconscious feeling about like people watching you when you're running? Oh, yeah. And we've always t- <clears throat> said that nobody gives a hot shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I found out the other day that who gives a hot shit? <laughs> Junior high kids. Oh, good. Yeah. Junior high kids. Well, because my run, when I'm not running on the track, will usually take me by the junior high. Cause it's oh, a yeah. Big, long stretch on either side of the, the well, football that makes field. Sense. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, one of my runs I ran by, and I have my headphones on, so and, I'm just, and I just kind of stay focused and look ahead. But out of the corner of my eye, I catch these kids like they're, they're mocking me. They're te- like they're talking at me. Saying something, I don't know what they're saying, but they're just like they're making fun of me. I guess I don't know, or they're just like, "Hey, buddy, hey, buddy," I don't know. They're mm-hmm. just yelling at me and yelling in my general direction. And so I just I'm ignoring it, obviously. So um, now I'm distracted. Are we actually live? We should be. You didn't. You didn't reload. Okay. Uh, anyway, so anyway, I'm running, and they do that whole thing, so I just ran by that time. And then yesterday, I happened to be uh, running again, and so what I did for me this time was as I ran by, and they were mm-hmm. – and it was a different set of kids, but they were – there was like three of them standing there. And I don't know what it is, but they just were like um, yelling something at me, but I could, they were actually following me with their eyes, so I knew it was – they were mm-hmm. doing, like taunting me, so I just ran by and like – clicked my heels mm-hmm. when I ran by and then kept running. Okay. So I just, I did that for me. Right. Yeah. For my, like I didn't, I didn't stop to look back to see what their reaction was. Right. But I just did it. I just clicked my That's heels. That's good. I like kept that. Running. That's fun. Yeah. I would have used to like, um, I don't know. Do you ever get self-conscious when you're doing something? Like you feel like people are watching you. Oh, all not? the time. Okay. All so time. I figured that's, it's probably a general, as a general rule, most people feel that way. I just like I've had like hockey has helped get me. Like it's been one of the things that I would oh yeah. have done oh because yeah. it felt like this uncomfortable thing. Now I just don't give a rat's ass. Well, yeah, I think I don't. Know. I do and I don't. It's one of those things where I give a shit, but I just don't give enough to do anything about. Like I can work it out in my head. I and I, I think that I look cooler than I actually do. Oh yeah, yeah. There's and that then, too. Like, and then I, I think I've like slowly realized as I get older that I just look dumb as hell all the time. So there's, it's not going to change. So right. I'm just okay with it. I think like the gym is the one that always gets me. Like I'm like trying a new lift. I watch somebody else do something, and I'm like, oh, I'll try that. And then I start doing it, and I'm like, this is nowhere near what they were doing. And so I just look like an idiot. <laughs> well, that's what, why do you think I have a gym here? Exactly. See, like- that's that's part. Like I started working out lately, and I have these two guys that like they they do it a lot. And I'm like starting to do it, and I just like look at them, and I'm like, "Is this right? Is this I like right? that. I like and that." And they just and they just shake their head no, and I go, "Oh, okay." <laughs> there was a video that I found yesterday in my feed where this guy is doing a thing where he's in the gym, and every rep he does, he makes these like god awful moans. Have you seen this one? Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. And then the people come up to him and talking to him, he's like, "I, I, I don't know. I can't. I don't know what's going on. I can't help it." <laughs> but he'd be like, Aah. "Yeah, I've seen that." Yeah. He's like. Aah. And the one guy comes up and says something to him. He's like, I'm sorry, I don't know what, but I don't know how to help it. He's like, 
Oh, your form's good. Your form's good. <laughs> he walks away. Yeah. Yeah. That's what matters. Uh, I've been lifting uh, lately. Uh, yeah. Zach, Zach has, uh, has me on a regiment, and uh, it's going well. I mean, I, I had to miss this week just because I've been sick all week. Yeah. Um, it always but, sucks getting uh, sick, like, especially as you're getting into like a workout. I always seemed to get sick Yeah. when I was like restarting something, so like week two. It's like you kick shit loose. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on week two, and and this has been a rough week because I haven't been able to go the two days that I say I want to go. Yeah, and because I've been ill. Yeah, so that was rough. It's all that but, one um, butter coming out. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's, and it's gross. <laughs> you, you, you don't feel you don't feel like you want to work out when you're like waking up and you're like, yeah, I can't breathe through yeah. my nose. Yep. Like this sucks. So and then you always have that person that's always like, "Well, you can just fight through it. You could, you'll be fine." And you're like, "No." And you're like, like, "No, I don't think so." I walk a step, but I'm tired. I don't. I don't need to add more yeah. to this. But next week, though, I'll hit it again. Uh, try two will be next week. Yeah, <laughs> that's what matters. Try it again. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Derek, you want to talk about your uh, your uh, stand up? Gig, yes, but I wanna, but I wanna tread lightly. Okay, ish, okay, ish. So, (laughs) so my friend. Well, do you want to give Josh kind of a idea of what the what you do? So I do some stand up. I've been doing it for roughly the as of this year, roughly eleven years. Good God. Stand-up comedy. It hasn't gone well, obviously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because we're in 2019 and I'm right here. Um, so, um, been doing stand-up comedy for roughly 11 years. But you're not grinding it. like so. You're No, 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 no. And where are you doing this at? Just, just kind of wherever. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of book. At this point in my life, I don't, I don't book. Wherever? Well, yeah. Kind of, yeah. In the basement. <laughs> No, I mean, if, if, like, I'm not booking gigs. If somebody wants to book me, I'll, I'll do a gig somewhere. Um, but I'm not, I'm not soliciting anything because, uh, there's a lot of work and, uh, it hasn't worked out so far. So why? Um, so why, why would I ever put the effort in to, to book myself? <laughs> so somebody asked me recently, a, a close friend of mine, I'll say, I'll say it's Dusty. Uh-huh. Dusty Cats. Yeah, yeah. Uh, texted me recently. He's like, "Hey, we got the show coming up at uh, it, it's at Sports Cellar, but it's in their like back room. I don't, I don't know what they're calling that. The crawl, I think. So um, he's like, "Hey, we got the show coming up. Uh, do you want? Do you, would you want to do some stand up there?" And I go, "Sure, I'd love to like open or something." So he goes, "Well, can you come down tonight? This is last Friday." He goes, can you come down tonight to meet, to to have a meeting? And I go, oh, sure. Like, this is professional style. I need to go do have a meeting. And I go, I, I'll do it. I'll, yeah, yeah, whatever. Let's go do a meeting. And uh, I go down there. And, uh, <laughs> instantly Dusty's like, we got to talk to this guy. He's an MC for the whole thing. He's a, like, re- like pretty renowned, like, opener like stand up guy and he's in an MC for this event and I go oh, okay whatever 
and I instantly see I instantly see who this guy is, and I'm like, oh, oh no, um, just just from past experience with him, I just go, oh no. Um, so he goes, we got to meet with this guy. And I'm like, hey, Dusty, I don't have a great history with this guy. And Dusty's like, it doesn't matter. Look, we want to do the show. We're going to get paid for it. I'm like, whatever. Like, even if it's like 50 bucks, I don't care. Like, whatever. It's a paying gig, I guess. I'll do it. We meet with the guy. <laughs> so he is, this guy we meet with is just, by the way, hammered drunk. Beyond drunk. And he goes, and he and then he proceeds to tell us what um, he's going to listen to this too. If I get banned from this show, I don't care. I, I really don't. Please, actually, do ban me from this show. Honestly, I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. Actually, this would be the easiest way out. Is if you heard this and then ban me, like do it now, because you're a violent sociopath, and this would be the easiest way out. Um, so he uh, or don't because I want to see the the aftermath. I'd rather not get beat up. I'll tell. Okay, so okay, so he so so I see the guy that Dusty's going to go meet with. Who's yeah, this? Yeah. I'm, I'm not kidding. This like violent sociopath who I've had history with. <laughs> this guy's fucking nuts. And my experience with him has gone from before when I did like Dart League. I've played Dart League before. Uh huh. So I've, I know him as a psychopath from this, uh, from Dart League. So I'm like, this, that guy's not a stand-up comedian. Like, you know, it's like Dusty's like, he's going he's gonna to be the MC for us for this whole thing. And he's the one that's setting up this whole show. And I go, oh, okay. And then he walks over to this particular guy. And I go, wait. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, no. That him? So we're setting up this show. And this guy, psychopath, um, so we go, we, they take us back to the back of this bar to talk about this event. And uh, this guy, so first this guy tells us about what an MC is. This is the best. Oh, we got a call coming in. <laughs> How do I answer it? The green phone. What's up, y'all basement boys? Two. Hi. Oh, Hello. Yeah, hi, caller. You're on the air. Yeah, this is your uh, fiance. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, the one that you also booked on that show that you're gonna do. Yeah, you're you're opening. <laughs> you're opening how, the show. How fucking dare you malign my debut comedy <laughs> show? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is my first time in public talking about farts. Okay. <laughs> That's gonna be a, a moment for me. You're gonna have a great show. <laughs> oh, I know. It's gonna I be might good. have a great show, and this will be like a little tiny chapter in yours. No, no, we're, we're playing <laughs> the show. Been doing it for eleven years. We were playing the show. We booked it. Yeah, I know. Just don't fuck it up for me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot riding on this show, you know? I haven't told anybody about it. <laughs> and you and you shouldn't. <laughs> you shouldn't no, at all. No, I mean... No, no. If you want any respect from any of your friends or family, don't tell them about the show. 
No, I'm not, actually. I'm going to talk about a butthole a lot, so I don't plan to invite family. <laughs> no, that, that's a good call. <laughs> Keep it under wraps, uh, because I'm going to. Yeah. I'm not telling a fucking soul that is alive on this planet about the show. <laughs> no, well, except our listeners. Just not a soul. <laughs> I know. That's exactly it, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, no, I mean, and you're going to have a great opening show. I mean, it's a, it's a great, it's a, this is a great opener show to do for your first time, for sure. Um, I opportunity. Just, you're, you're, I just feel sorry for anybody that's headlining this show. Well, it's nice that they gave me the, the head, like, you know, the first person. Yeah. Because that way I can, like... Warm the crowd up with my warm fart jokes and, yeah. you know, like, and it's going to be like low ball comedy. So it's not going to be great, but I'm hoping that they'll be all be drunk enough where it's like that kind of shit is going to be funny to them. Well, don't worry. If I know this bar, they will be very drunk by the time you even get up there. They will be so beyond I'm gonna drunk. I'm going to buy around for everyone just to make sure. <laughs> you <laughs> won't have drunk to. drunk enough, please. You, you won't have to. They will be so drunk by the time you even get up there that they won't even know where they're at. Great. Great. So. It's yeah, a great, it's a great uh, first time. Then. I, I worry about myself and, you know, my integrity. I'm just kidding. I don't care about that. No, there's no, there's no integrity in stand-up comedy. So you, you, get, you just throw that out right away. Well, I'm just letting you know now that when I go up there, I am going to be wearing my push-up bra. Oh, good. And low, good. low cut shirt. I have to get attention. You know, I have to get That's their it. attention. <laughs> that and is I good. can't rely on my own comedy for that. You know, I gotta no, yeah, like. Not yet. <laughs> I gotta get some cleavage out there first. You know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, That's what you should do. That's what you should. That's what I'm Are planning okay on doing. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm You're fine okay with it. That? Yeah, that's what you plan All on right. doing. I don't have any choice in this. <laughs> that's, that's what my plan is. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm more angry that you took my plan. <laughs> All right. Well, I just thought I'd pop in here and, like, tell you to shut the fuck up. You don't ruin my one ten-minute <laughs> ten fame at us. Sports bar, like a dive bar, you know. No, it's gonna be good. I'm gonna. <laughs> don't, I, don't worry, I'm not gonna ruin it. I just want to talk about my experience with booking the gig. All right. Don't worry, he's not right. gonna hear it. Okay, spit in words mouth for me and tell him I love him. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. Thank you. Thanks for calling, Bree. As uh, Bree, she's the host of Friendish Podcasts on the Times Fit Forley Network. Please, real uh, quick, spit in my mouth. <laughs> so this guy. So this guy. First off, he tries telling me he he's he's telling us what a what a MC does. He goes, and this guy, I mean Ward, this guy's hammered drunk. Yeah. This guy's messed up. Like he's like. Well, my job is, my job is to do is you guys go up there and do your best. If you don't do good, I'll keep you backed up. I'll back you up. Make sure to bring bring the crowd back to make them laugh at you. And we're like, oh, so that's an MC. That's an MC then? That's what it is? Yeah, I'm the DJ for it. I'm like, it's an MC. He doesn't even know the term. <laughs> This guy is supposed to be like. Apparently, he's pretty renowned. He's done he's comedy. Like, yeah, MC Hammer. No, he doesn't know. He, he has no <laughs> MC idea. MC Hammered. Yeah, he has That's no. He has no clue though of any of the terminology. Yeah. 
but he's been doing it forever. No, I'm your DJ for the night. I'm like, it's an MC, and he's like, yeah, whatever, you know. And then, and then, and then, and then he goes, uh, the show's at eight o'clock. Yes, you need to show up at six o'clock. So I need to know. Who, I need to get to know your personalities, so I can. I'm just gonna go off the cuff, you know. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be completely improv, and I'm like, you shouldn't do that. Um, then, dude, the guy, the fucking guy. He's so he's so he's he's convinced the manager of this bar that he's gonna sell 120 sick 120 tickets at ten dollars a piece. And uh and I'm like, hey, well so we'll wanna make sure we list this on like Facebook and stuff like to get people to go. And he goes he goes, I've already got twenty tickets spoken for. We're this is gonna be sold out before we even do the show. I'm like, No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm saying this the whole meeting. I'm like, No, it's not. This is not sold out. I'm telling you, I know comedy in Lewiston. I know I've been doing this for eleven years. This is not sold out. He goes, It's already gonna be sold out. We don't need to have any advertising for this. And I'm like, That's not true. That's a lie. That's an outright lie. It's not true. And she's like, Whatever, yeah, I love it. I love the idea. Go for it. Let's do it. And I'm like, That's not nope. You're nope, it's wrong. It's a lie. And then I go, Hey, so the some of the questions I ask, I go, So hey, are we going to are are we gonna like as the MC, are you gonna tell the crowd to stay off their phones? Are you gonna still are you gonna tell the crowd to not play the jukebox? Are you gonna tell I mean I just know the Normal things around here, yeah. yeah. He goes, No offense, no offense, bro, no offense, like say ten times. No offense, bro, no offense though, no offense though, no offense though. No offense, though. Like he thinks he said like seventeen it, things yeah. between. But each he, of said, those he no just offenses. keeps saying no offense, though. <laughs> no offense, though. If you had that crowd under control, you would be doing good jokes. And I'm like, that's not the, how that <laughs> fucking works, you moron. That's not how that works. Now that I've got you under control, if you have a crowd there, if you have a crowd there and they're not there to watch a comedy show and and you are talking, they're just going to talk through you. Like, that's what I'm trying to tell them. I'm like, this needs to be a a for real, no shit comedy show where they're there to watch comedy. If they're just there to hang out and have a drink and you're some asshole talking in the bar, they just see you as the guy on a microphone. I've done shows about this. Yeah. I've also been doing this for 11 years. Dude. I, I know how this fucking works. Like, this is going to be a garbage show because this guy has like no concept of how a Lewiston show goes. If you don't tell the crowd, hey, this is a comedy show. That's why you're here. They're going to come in and they're going to be like, who's this asshole talking on the microphone? Well, don't worry. I'll talk louder than him. I've seen this show. We, we saw this at 100. Yeah, we saw this. That's why we were supposed to be there. And but they but they booked that bar. They didn't care. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to, you know, he's like, "No offense, bro. If you were doing your job right, they wouldn't be talking through you. That's not a thing. They don't even try listening to you. That's not a thing. You fucking moron." Oh god, this guy. So my my fear though is this guy is also a violent sociopath. I did I did stand <laughs> I did uh um I was in Dart League. And uh, we, I don't know, we needed somebody to sub for our team, but we, but, uh, but the guy that was supposed to be subbed for didn't, he actually ended up being at the, 
Like, he ended up actually ended up playing, so we didn't need a sub. So this guy's friend, he had to show up to sub for our team. Like, he showed up, and we're like, oh, like, he's here. Like, we don't – sorry, we don't need a sub, man. But thank you for showing up. But, like, we our team member's here. We actually don't need a sub tonight. And, and, and this guy was like, oh, hey, that's cool. Misunderstanding. I, I get it. Makes sense. Your team member is there. You don't need a sub. You know, let me know when you guys need another one. We're like, oh, hey, we will. Like, then he leaves. Then this fucking guy, we like, we all like end up at the like our home bar, which is the sports cellar. We show up there, and this guy walks in, and he like walks up to me firstly, and he goes, he go, I'm not, I'm not kidding. He goes, you fucking faggot, you kicked out my friend. Like, drops the f bomb right away. You faggot, pushes me. And I'm like, I don't, who the fuck are you? <laughs> you psychopath 40 year old. Like, what, what are wow. you doing? Like, it was, it was insane. Like, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. So when I saw this guy, like, booking the gig, I was like, oh no, this fucking guy. It's going to be a weird show. It's going to be a really weird show. The, the big question I have is why he's saying he's renowned. Renowned for what? He, he, he Is it just he something swears. he's been saying it? No, he swears he's been doing comedy for a long time. Like he he's he says he's signed by an agent. He he told me he told me he goes he goes, Hey, if you want to have me on your podcast or whatever sometime, let me know. And I'm like, You've never listened to a podcast. Dude, this guy has no idea what the internet is. <laughs> There's no fucking clue. He has no he has no idea. He he's like so first off, he actually looks to Dusty like he 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 wants Dusty to be the headliner, and Dusty's like, "No, nah, I don't want to be. I don't want a headline." He's like, "We don't have." He's like, "He's like, we'll have Derek headline." And the guy goes, "Well, I don't know his jokes at all." And I'm like, "Well, do you know Dusty's?" He's like, "Yeah, but Dusty's Dusty, and you're you, and I don't know you." And I'm like, "Yeah, but just because you don't know who somebody <laughs> is, like, it doesn't matter, like." Like, Dusty's telling you I have more material. I don't know, man. It was just a weird experience. He's like, he's like, okay, so we'll have you headline, I guess. Dusty will go middle. Then the opener, Debris, will go first. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's how it should be. You know, you know, that, that sounds about right. <laughs> you got something <laughs> right. Fucking moron. Like, I don't know, man. The guy's a, I'm, I'm going to get beat up doing this show if he ever had heard, if he would ever listen to the show, which will never, ever happen. He he didn't understand like the pot like I was I was like hey yeah I'll promote the show on the podcast he's like I well I don't really understand the whole podcasting thing I was like you've you've never done comedy then yeah it's like yeah it was very like, disillusioned stuff like kid um, since you're a great comedian tell me just name five comedians that are like popular. Well, he but maybe goes, but maybe like under the right. He'll be like, he'll he'll come. He'll be like uh, Fred Caliendo, yeah, or and then uh, <laughs> Jeff, Fluffy Jeff Dunham, Jeff Dunham, Fluffy, Fluffy, Fred Caliendo, Pablo Francisco, the good ones. <laughs> yeah. No, he'll go. He'll go. Ron White, <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy, Larry the Cable Guy. Jeff Foxworthy, and that other one. <laughs> the funniest one of them all. <laughs> yeah. The Bill, like Bill Arguably is the only Bill one that I like. <laughs> is the only one that's likable. <laughs> he doesn't know his name, though. He's the one that, like, I don't know. 
<laughs> he was just, so there was one part I'm like, so I'm like, hey, so like, will will we have will we have any security there? Will will anybody be there bouncing like bouncing hecklers? He's like, no, man, I hope we get hecklers. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? You've never wanna, done comedy. I want to make a healthy transition from MC. <laughs> to, oh Jesus, ass kicker. I don't know. Jesus, I don't want the show. I don't want the show. I don't. If I got if I got if I got texted tomorrow from hearing this show and they said like, you're out and they said you're, you're out, out I would be like thank you this That's is the only a, way to say it this is a gift I I had didn't know I wanted I don't I don't want the show we're doing the show though Bree you're doing the show you're opening but the thing is is that her her shtick though she has some fart jokes That's it like she has some fart jokes <laughs> and uh, they're gonna I cry thought she was joking. No, no, she does have some fart jokes. They're going to crush in this audience. And the audience is actually going to be great. They're, it's it's so low brow. Like they're going to be great. Like if your if your jokes are very low brow, like they're going to be like she's in a crush. It's just um, it's not the jokes that I'm concerned about. It's the guy. It's the guy running the show. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be an interesting yeah. show. And now that I've talked so much shit about it, I can't wait till. Uh, Tell Somebody happens. tells them about it, and then I get beat up in an alley behind a fucking <laughs> the sports cellar somewhere, somewhere gross that you somewhere just gross. To I'm gonna get the shit kicked out of me because I trash talked the show. So yippee for me! <laughs> the guy, the, I mean, the guy has a history of violence, though, and because uh, um, I've I've had other friends that have talked to me over the last week about 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 this guy. Who they have different run-ins with him, where he's a very violent psychopath. Um, so it's gonna be interesting. Like he's a scary fellow, actually. Um, there's a part of me that wants to troll the whole audience and just talk about um, people who think they can do comedy because they're loudmouths and assholes. <laughs> um, but also, there's the part of me that wants to not get beat up. Yeah. No, I get it. But which side has the stronger? Push. Well, the artist. Josh? Well, then go for it. Gut check. <laughs> I'll probably do it. Because it's it just, just the reaction alone. <clears throat> if, I, if I didn't feel so confident doing the show knowing that he would never hear it, then it would doesn't matter. But he won't ever hear it. I would say the only way he would hear this would have to be, one, we haven't said his name. No, and somebody'd have to and know who you're talking about. No, I know, <clears throat> and and make the make him wise to it, and then he'd be like, "You need," and like, then he, they'd have to get him somewhere in front of technology. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> He's like, "Show me on my flip phone where I was gonna find." Well, he'd also have podcast. to listen into uh, like forty-five minutes into the recording here, and that's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, no. Um, our show takes a special breed of attention span. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No. He listen to the first five minutes of the show and be like, "Yeah, it was pretty good." He's <laughs> not going to hear this part. <laughs> He's not going to hear this part. He'd be like, "Yeah, it was a show about hockey or some shit." <laughs> Where's that faggot who was doing that show? <laughs> he was talking about hockey. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah, that sad. Would, I, I kind of want to meet him. I would never condone the F word if you were using it seriously, but yeah. the guy sucks. 
I'm only using it to illustrate how I, how it was taught the type to of me. person he is. To yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like, if you casually use that in any conversation, I don't know if that's a casual sense. You just you can well, definitely gauge the type of person that is. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and they, well, and those people still exist in this yeah. valley. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, but but uh, he seems like a great guy. I can't wait to the show. <laughs> He'll fast forward to this point in the episode, and he's going to be like, they're talking about me. I am legitimately excited. I am excited for Brie to do her first stand-up. That's exciting to me. And you should go. You should go to the show. When is it? February 16th. February 16th? Mm Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday. What time? 8 o'clock. Maybe. Check it out. <laughs> if it doesn't fall through, well, that's good. The show's happening, is it? Oh, well, they've already sold it out, Lord. <laughs> right, I completely forgot about that. It's a full fucking house, bro. <laughs> we don't even have to advertise. I got Twenty for bringers it. already. 20. We don't even have to advertise for it. He's already sold. He already sold twenty before we were even talking about it. I haven't heard anything about it, so it must be sold out. <laughs> it's great. It's not on fucking Facebook yet. It must be done. But yeah, I mean, water cooler. I've talk. never, I've people... never done a show. I've never done a show where you could not post it and then a million times reshare that to sell like ten tickets. I know. Like ten, it's high, like it's hard. Ten, if, I'm like, sorry, man. Comedy in Lewiston's dead. If you have ten people at your show, you're I know like, who's man, gonna this be is there. Successful show. I know who's gonna be there. I know when it's gonna be, and you still only got out of me a maybe. Right. <laughs> exactly. I'm your friend. Exactly. <laughs> We're good friends. Exactly. All you got out of me was, yeah, it was like a, uh, we'll, maybe. See. we'll see. We got we'll see what happens. That's exactly yeah. it. Nobody, no. And especially at that bar. Sorry, no. Well, we better get, I, I, that's why I was, I was trying to be like level-headed. We better get it on Facebook. We need to get, you know. No, I think we already got it sold out. I don't think you do. Taking a, like a pragmatic approach. You're going to have your patrons in there. And they're going to want to play darts. And they're going to be pissed off that people are trying to talk through their darts. I know how Lewiston works. Yeah. Facebook. Facebook. Well, I was saying Facebook because like you got to sell the forty-year-olds. No, I know. I'm just that'd be his response. Like, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> this will be the first and last show that I do with this venue, unless they sell it out, man. If, man, if they surprise me and I go in there and it's packed. And I make 250 bucks that night. I'm like, I hope, well, I hope, okay. I hope Let's that it do goes, another one. I hope it goes amazing. I hope it doesn't. And then you guys like... Because then I'll have to. You guys to co-host a podcast together. Good. Yep. <laughs> I'll have to be tied with him. At the end him. of the night, you're like, we're going to be... Join our network. <laughs> we're always looking for more talent. I don't even really know what... That's what he said. He's like, I don't really know what Facebook podcasts are but if you want me to be on there to promote or whatever i was like nah i think we're fine (laughs) oh wow good stuff yeah (laughs) oh so let's talk about bird box bird box (laughs) 
We're just moving through the topics. I love it. It's garbage. You didn't like it? No. Did you? I know. Did you like it? Um. Yes and no. What um, did you like about it? After watching it, um, John Malkovich, I'd say. He plays the perfect asshole. We're yeah. making the end of the world great again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like... Um, other than that, I, I like felt... that he's in it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, He's on our... Uh, little rail dies. <laughs> Is that who that was? The little... The black guy? Yeah, the yeah. grocery store dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, a little rel. I forgot that that was who that was. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like it was overhyped, and then I felt like the Bird Box Challenge was just something that was manufactured by Netflix to get it more attention and get it more views. Yeah. I... I um, and after having... Like, it was, I mean, it was fine. What but it was? The movie was the fine. Movie. Yeah, I mean, it but was it was a fucking train wreck. But it, yeah, but I mean, as far as movies go, it was fine. Netflix movies, maybe, right? Because it doesn't have Adam Sandler in it. That makes it better than <laughs> half of them. Why does Netflix have this deal with Adam Sandler? <laughs> because they're because the because that's their their quota for bad movies, and their quota for good is dumpster fire horror movies with Sandra Bullock. Yep, <laughs> I guess. I, I thought know. it was. I thought it. I thought Bird Box was a dumpster fire, and I hated every minute of it. Well, I mean, if it would have been like one hundred percent the post-apocalyptic stuff with her surviving with boy and girl and her uh, black boyfriend, which apparently protein powder still exists in the the post-apocalyptic like landscape, like like that was an okay story, but it kept going back to them trying to survive in the house and that was the happening yeah it's been well, done and that, yeah, that's the other thing is like i didn't see the movie doing any that when i say it was okay it was a, it's because like it was a movie it went it went from beginning to end and it did what a movie does i didn't see it doing anything outside of the normal yeah. progression not for the not for the attention that it got the attention right, that it got yeah. was like oh Wow, Netflix just got a blockbuster movie, and it's free to everybody who has Netflix. Sure. No, fuck that. It wasn't. It wasn't any. I mean, what was that movie with John Cusack in it? And uh, where they had the like the zombie thing. Two thousand twelve. No, no, no. <laughs> um, Gross point blank. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it was within the last few years, and I can't remember who John- was. High fidelity. Uh, you're naming off good movies besides 2012. Uh, <laughs> it was better than Bird Box. It, well, that's what. Well, yeah, but it was. I would rather still, watch Bird, 2012 was, again than Bird Box. That was actually the height of like the height of the end of John Cusack's career. career sure, yeah. Uh, 2012 as we, funny. as we knew it. Um, let's get i IMDb, candles. IMDb <laughs> is fucking garbage. For I got like. For just, looking up just movies. Wikipedia. Wikipedia man. is the best. Say anything. Yeah, that was it. Identity. <laughs> Identity was a good movie. That's a good movie. That is a yeah, good yeah. movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, he's been in a lot of movies. So it was I'm, the Butler. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Was it Singularity? No. 
I didn't watch that. No, I didn't either. Um, My mind just blown. River right Runs Red a, looks so stupid. I didn't know there was a zombie movie with John Cusack in it. It was Cell. Oh. Where the cell phones took over. Oh, that was, my God. Um, Sounds bad. Yeah. <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Um, she can get a few motherfuckers in there. Let me... Uh, yeah, motherfucker! I... Um, but it's the same kind of thing. And and Cell didn't get the fucking heat that this fucking Bird Box did. I think the one thing that threw me off so much about Bird Box is just... Like, they spent so much money on getting these A-list actors, and then they just filled the rest with just dog shit. And so it was just like a mix of, like, overacting with yeah. just awful acting. I agree. Because, like, the guy who played Sandra Bullock's boy toy, awful. Mm-hmm. And any scene that was in it, it was just garbage. Um, you trying to pull up the trailer? Yeah, I'm trying to do something really quick, though, to it. Uh, hold on. So my thing with Bird Box was, so first off, obviously it was a, so I know the book was written before the movie, but first off the book, the movie to me was like, it came out and it was like, oh, so it's a, a quiet place with, but they can't see. Yeah. But, but, but then somebody was like, oh, I mean, I tweeted that and then a bunch of people were like, oh, but you know, the book for Bird Box came out first. I'm like, no, I mean, I guess it did, but a silent place like already... But they they did it though, like they did it better. Like it doesn't matter that the book came out first, like because because they didn't make a movie out of it first. Like well, and I feel like they're just trying to answer. Be opportunists. You see this? That's nice. <laughs> Sorry. <Go ahead>. <laughs> <laughs> you found a friend. I'm just gonna be jiggling around the rest of the, the rest of the time. Um, no, I. And that was the thing was at least at least a quiet place pulled it off, like I it, at least they didn't try going full quiet place and just have a black screen the entire movie. Yeah, I mean they, they could have gone with that. I just oh I'd watch that. <laughs> it'd have been better than what we got. <laughs> oh yeah. I just all right. Let's uh, we'll watch the cell trailer. Uh, just to refresh everybody. You're using memory. the studio. I like that. If you're watching on YouTube, if you watch us on YouTube, you can actually watch with us. Otherwise, you can go get the trailer, too. Do your thing. Do it yourself. Yeah. No, yeah. don't do that. Watch this. Get on YouTube and watch with us right now. Yeah. You're missing out. Do not withhold your mercy from us, O Lord. May your love and your truth protect us. For here lies the dead. Dust of the earth. Hi, Dad. Hey, buddy. Are you coming home? Yeah. Soon. Ah. God, he looks terrible. It's based on a Stephen King novel. Of course. If you wear a Bluetooth headset, you deserve for this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's your fault. You gotta go right now. Directing like a flock of birds. 
It's like the plot, the Kingsman. They may be the next stage in human evolution. Yeah, it, but they at least pulled it off. What's happening now is more than temporary anarchy. I think it's the start of a war. No, we're gonna survive. People are gonna have to put aside their sensibilities. If they can't, they're gonna die. I want to see my son. I want to wipe him out. Ellen. I'd rather watch that than Bird Box, I'm not going to lie. No, that's what I'm saying is like that was – I mean it wasn't great but it was um, – certainly I felt like a better story than Bird Box. Did you guys – It's got kind of a different ending. Um, what's funny about Samuel L. Jackson though to me is he can somehow – run like um he can be in any fucking movie and he's untouchable as far as his career goes he's doing the capital one commercials sure yeah but he's still fucking nick fury right he's still like at the hot like he could just do whatever basically he can do a shithole movie as this okay if you can do shitty on side plane character and still have a career right yeah you're he's just yeah. basically he's untouchable whereas like people that he's worked with such as john cusack nicholas cage have all kind of seen their their end their day. This remind have you that trailer this movie just in general. Have you guys seen that movie where it's like the radio station and there's like the zombie apocalypse going on outside of the radio station and it's just got the DJ sitting in the radio station the entire time and he's just kind of hearing everything about that and just everything trickles in like the news guy trickles in and everything else. Um, and it's it's kind of the same thing, but it's like sound waves. Are, what was it called? Are, I can't even remember. It. It's it's like a Canadian zombie movie with just like they're in the radio. It's weird. I haven't seen the who's in it. It no one. It's like an unknown Canadian indie film, but it's just it's it's good. Well, I'm so so Bird Box is weird because like. I wanted to like it because uh, because of the the concept of the movie, and I think that's like one of those things that they try selling. They try selling, yeah, that first one for sure. <laughs> uh, they try selling you like this movie that's, um, you know, they try selling you like a movie that you're gonna want to watch, especially if you like The Quiet Place. Yeah. So they're like, hey, if you like The Quiet Place, what if what if this movie where they can't see instead? You know, you're like, well, okay, it's on Netflix too. If, if you pay for it, you already have it. And you're like, yeah. well, I like that. Mm-hmm. Also, here's a bunch of really funny memes with it. And you're like, well, okay, I'll watch no it. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a shot. And then you watch it and you're like, nah, it wasn't great. But then you see like a bunch of people are watching it and they really liked it. And you're like, well, why did you really like it though? Because it's not good. No. It's not a good movie. I. And it, the end, the end was what it, it was just so predictable. I, I guess it, the ending is what way pissed, too happy. Well, the ending is what pissed me off the most. So, like the movie, so I guess that's the part. What I don't like the most about the movies, they don't pay attention to their own tropes in the movie. So it's like if you see this thing, so this is like this is like the 
they give you this uh, this this uh, format for like what what will kill you. Yep. If you see whatever it is, it will make you kill yourself. But if you're blindfolded or you can't see it, you're okay. Okay, that's what the movie is. Perfect. Got it. Get it. I understand. Blindfolds, I get it. That's still scary. I can't see shit. I have to pretend like I'm blind. I get it. That's scary. That's hard to do. Like, I can't do it. But then uh, their boat capsizes, and then she's, like, trying to find boy and girl who she didn't give names to because reasons. And then um, – but then but then they're running through the forest and Talk this about the thing, reason chocolate. Yeah. This, these things, though, the, the monsters in the movie, though, we've never seen one kill a person in the whole movie. Like, it's only this, the, the guideline is if you see what it is, it will make you kill yourself. That's it. We have, no, we have nothing else to go by. Yeah. But, and yet, she like grabs both of their hands and then they're running through the forest. And then we see the wind blowing trees back and forth. And then they're just running and running and running and running like they're so scared of this thing. But we've never seen this thing fucking kill anybody. It can't take their blindfold off. So what? So th- so, that we know of. Yeah. So who the fuck cares? Just right. stop. Just well, you're just walking as I'm. Yeah, fuck follow, you. And they, they tell her like, just follow the birds, follow the sound of the birds, right? And they're like, okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. And they should just be walking. And they hear wind behind them. And they, if they hear somebody say, "Hey, take your blindfold off," you should just know, like, oh no, we shouldn't do that yeah. because these things are trying to trick us to take our blindfolds off because they'll make us kill themselves. But and yeah, these three people are so terrified of this thing that they can't see. It's, it's just dumb. Like they, they lose their own, they lose their own premise on it. Their own, they lose their own premise in the whole plot of the movie. It doesn't make sense. No, it's dumb. I'm not. I've, I've, in the entire climax of the movie, where they're in the forest and they're running towards the uh, like school for the blind people, yeah. I'm never scared for them. Because I'm never thinking like, oh man, these big monsters are going to come out and tear their blindfolds off. Because they don't do that. That's never a thing that's been a, a thing. Don't worry. And also, you know what? What the fuck is a blind school doing out in the middle of a fucking nowhere? Well, I mean, it was probably on a road. Well, yeah, but I mean, it just felt... They're approaching it from the river. Right. Can, okay. I, can, I, can I tell you something? Idaho's school for the deaf and blind... Gooding, Idaho. Middle of nowhere. Okay. It makes complete sense. All right. Well, that's where they ought to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to support that. <laughs> they can't see where they are. Uh, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. It's just like, sticking in a parking lot. <laughs> yeah, really. See, my, my thing this is... This is super weird to me. Somebody needs to, like, spoof it, and they just need to have a blind guy. You follow a blind guy the entire movie... And this guy just walking around going, what the fuck is going on? Because he doesn't know what's going on. People are crashing around him, everything else. And he's just trying to live a normal day. They're, like, avoiding him. Like, he has, like, several near misses. Because that's that's the thing they don't explain is, like, there's a school for the deaf and blind. Or just the blind. And this guy's staying there. That makes sense. But what about other blind people that just live out in the community? Right, yeah. Like, what the hell are they doing? They're just sitting in their apartment doing the usual damn thing all day. Just oh, yeah. Nothing's really happening. It's just a lot quieter. Right. Now. Like, explain that <laughs> portion to me. Yeah. And it, it, I think that's what made A Quiet Place better is the fact that not only can you not make noise, but it'll 
literally tear you apart. Right. Like, yeah. It, there's there's a. It's not just oh, if you look at it, you die. Right. So yeah. I guess that was the thing of the about the movie that just bothered me the most was just that that there was no. Unless you looked at it, there's no consequence, but and yet they're still running through the forest like they are still scared of like whatever What's they whatever is out there. But it doesn't matter because it, as long as it's not the scariest part of the movie is when they're in the boat and you hear the guy out there like, "Hey, take your blindfold off!" Like it's just a dude. Like the 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 scariest people in the movie are the ones who are like mentally insane already who see whatever it is and then they're trying to get you to take your blindfold off. Yeah. Like, hey, there's puppies and kittens out here you know like what puppies yeah <laughs> oh shit i saw it <laughs> game over i thought it was a puppy yeah that and i that yeah i know i'm john travolta all of a sudden <laughs> it's like a puppy or something <laughs> it, it just sucks that's anything to read upon yeah. i think a lot of people really liked it though i mean uh you know uh, that's that's nice, but that's also the same people that thought the Adam Sandler Netflix movie was funny. Which one? All of them. All of them. Yeah. Uh, did you watch that one where he's like an agent guy? No. There's one where he's an agent. Because uh, I just saw the cowboy one, and oh god, that was terrible. I didn't even fucking... I didn't even watch it. I I just looked at it and was like, actually. There is one good scene of the cowboy movie. It's one good scene. Tell me it's not the werewolf no. kid. What's that? <coughs> I actually haven't seen the whole movie. I've only seen the one scene because it was in a clip of something else. <laughs> um, the one good scene in the cowboy movie is John Turturro is teaching them how to play baseball. And uh, in this scene... He keeps. Uh, you should find the scene. Actually, it's it's pretty funny. Um, John Turturro is trying to teach him how to play baseball, and all the crazy rules that are in baseball. Yeah, it's like him making up the rules. Uh, the just as it goes. Uh, ridiculous. Six. Ridiculous six. He's uh, he's he's making up the rules as he goes so that he doesn't have to like somebody hits the ball way out like way out in the field and he's like, no, I can't go get that. That's a home runner. You see. <laughs> Is it this so invention just, of yeah, baseball? Yeah, it yeah, it's the invention of baseball. Yeah, watch that one. It's it's actually great. It's the only scene that is uh, it's good in the whole thing because he he's just making up as it goes. And if you're a baseball fan, this is pretty funny because there's a lot of rules in baseball. You're like, yeah, how did they come up with that? Where's the clip? I think it's that. Yeah, that's going to be dead, isn't it? We'll just click it. Perfect. Just do that first one you saw. Yeah, try the first one. But uh, but but it's actually a great scene. <laughs> they didn't even like the scene you found. They're like, no. <laughs> uh, but this pretty... one might be in Spanish. Yeah, it'll make it Let's... interesting. Maybe. But it's it's a great scene though. So they. I mean, if you if you like baseball, you already think the the stuff's made up as they go, anyways. And then you watch it, and you're like, yeah, it could be. It would make sense for it to be made up on the spot because of how many rules there are in baseball. Where you're like, well, I don't know about that one. And it's just like nothing makes sense about it either. Right? It's yeah. Just like random so numbers. Let's just slap it together. Okay. It's definitely in Spanish. Damn it. 
I remember watching this though. Yeah. So it's a pretty yeah. funny scene though. Like he's he's trying to teach him how to play baseball, and I think one of them, yeah, one of them hits like way out into the center field, and he's like, "It's a that's a home runner." You see, we don't have to go get that one because he can just take <laughs> all the bases all at one time. And you're like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> so uh, this is a good way to end the show, I think. You want to talk about Tiger Banks? So Tyra Banks is an idiot. Yeah. I think she's a well-known dummy, though, right? Yeah. So I've been watching uh, Tyra Banks cringe cringe videos on uh, YouTube. That's been the guilty pleasure lately. Yeah. Um, because I've, I've, I've maintained for years that she's a complete moron, and uh, I don't know how she ever got her fame. But she had her show Tyra for a while, though. Somebody gave her control of a network <laughs> TV show. Well, she was like she was around because she was a model first, right? Yeah, she's not ugly. No, no, and no. And then she used to like. I remember she was on at least an episode, an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Sure, yeah, maybe two. But she's a moron. Yeah, and um, she did a bunch of stuff on her show that which is controversial, has, though, right? She like, has no. Uh, she's not. It's not what it's a, It's not self awareness, but it's like. Well, she's not self aware. She's not self aware, by any means. But she doesn't have any idea of like. No, she has no concept of how the world works around her, and she has no concept of anything. Right. So it's fun to like watch her to try to per- perspective on things. So there's one scene on one of the shows I watched. Saw on Reddit recently. It was like uh, basically she tries. Um, well, the one I saw of her was when she like tried to be a fat person. Right. Yeah. So she did those. Like, every time anybody's done something like that, it's all been done in like a joking sense, like when Eddie Murphy dressed up as a white right, guy yeah. on SNL, like did yeah. that thing on SNL. But she was like, she dressed up as she a, did it fat, for a day as a fat model to to see how fat people felt. Yeah, and then, and, then, and then the next scene, she was like a model again. Yeah, and she's like, "That's how they feel, you know. Like, don't treat them bad, you know." And people are like, "Well, I don't think you get the whole thing, though, do you?" <laughs> uh, I the one I saw of her, um, people looked at me weird. Yeah, like so. There was that um, <laughs> on her show. She had Sasha Gray on her show, who at the time was like a nineteen-year-old porn star, and then basically for the whole episode of her show was like the slut shaming Sasha Gray. <laughs> Which is pretty uh, gross. And there's just compilations of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can watch. uh, This is her uh, tricking her audience. By the way, this is very hard to sit through. First of all, I want to apologize to everybody. I'm not 100% today. I'm not feeling great. I, um, I jog a lot in my neighborhood, and I was jogging today with some friends around my neighborhood, and um, a friggin' dog bit me. Yeah, they bit me, like, right here. So it's, like, a little weird right now. I had to get rushed to the hospital, and then the doctors are like, well, did the dog look, you know, like, crazy or anything? And I'm like, well, he was angry, and he, you know, was, like, salivating. You know, they're like, okay, was it, like... That woman will always know she was on that. And I'm like, well, it was kind of foamy, and then they tested me, and the dog has rabies. And what are you famous shot. for? Thank God it's not 20 years ago. If it was 20, 30 years ago, I would, you know, it would be really, really bad. So I'm feeling a little weird, but I'm okay. I'm just thirsty. So can we pause for a second? Can I have some water? I'm sorry. Thanks. 
<laughs> that poor girl. Both girls I've shown like on camera are like, oh, this is, is this for my whole life then? <laughs> I'd be embarrassed to be on the show right now. <laughs> what the? <laughs> That's supposed to be a that red hair. They have no idea what they're supposed to be doing. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. Oh my Tyra pranks. <laughs> god. That was awful. So uh known idiot Tyra 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 Banks uh does this prank on her show. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, and, and she's well known for settling though because like you see like a couple folk, people are like like seriously disturbed <laughs> and then like then there's like like the part of me that like still is like boy she could be actually really having a problem and people are like laughing right like i obviously know what she's done yeah yeah she's an idiot yeah it's stupid um, I think that her, I, I think Tara Pranks, Tara Pranks, start the show, Tara Pranks, <laughs> a pick a ring. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always, <laughs> I've always wanted to do a news, a news article where I'm like, known idiot Tyra Banks. <laughs> Like, well-known moron, Tyra Banks, does another prank on her show today. Oh, she's such a fool. Yeah. I just don't think, like, I don't understand how you think he can get away with that. Well... The the best part is, like you said, Ward, is the fact that, like, there were some people that were legitimately like, oh, shit, what is going on here? And (laughs) then she starts barking at people, they're just like, what the literal fuck is happening right now? (laughs) Are we we afraid? Are we happy? Laughing? (laughs) Yeah, there was nervous laughter at first. Like, right. <laughs> hopefully, it's, this is like one of those shows, like Maury and everything else, where you just have to call the number and you get free tickets. It's not like oh, per- I, I paid to be on. This. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, no, one it's for a that, no. it's a free show. That's yeah. like uh, we went to the View last year. What? Oh yeah. When we they were did? in New York, we we went to a taping of the View. Are you on there? Does your face get shown on the... He's, uh, on the? he's on there going like... It was like a brief cutaway to us doing this. But, like, they mostly focused on Ward's different like, parts of the crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was an angry clap. I, I wanted, I, if I ever take a trip to New York, I'm going to get a, a spot on one of those. And, and, and then the whole time, I just want this face. Just We wanted... Uh, like, why didn't you go to a good show? You should have gone on, like, Maury. They couldn't. We No, like, they're so full. Like we got There's like, a line I, to get into. No, they <laughs> fill up because they're free. Like so, the view was the only one we could get into because we tried to get into Rachel Ray. Even oh god, see, we're I'm going to bring something back. But Rachel Ray, sick. Rachel Ray would have been better. Oh yeah, than, than the, the view. view. I mean, it was fine. But I'm not a view. Like my my son thought it was cool because he's like, I love the view. 
<laughs> but okay, I got. I got to. When you were talking earlier about being sick, uh-huh. you, like you take a day off of work. Uh-huh. I think the best part is, is you get to watch trash television. Oh, you get yeah. to watch like Maury, and you get to watch Jerry Springer. Yep, and you get to watch those. Like that's those would be the live shows to go and see. Oh yeah, yeah for uh, sure. Yeah. Are those out of those? I think are out of Los Angeles. Oh, they have. I'm to be. sure. They yeah. Because um, we had like our choice. We had the View, Rachel Ray. That we could have gone and like watched the Today Show, but that just sounded like a big fucking clusterfuck, and you had to get up early. Like we almost overslept for the View. Anyway, what time we does were, it start? Like nine. But you got well. You had to be there like an hour early. Yeah. And so you get in there, and you like basically you sit at a table. And they give you a juice, um, and not even a good juice. It's like a shitty, like <laughs> grapefruit. Ju- like it's the worst. Like here's our worst flavor of juice. <laughs> we uh, save our good juices for people who go to watch good shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get you get grapefruit and a cookie or something. I don't know, but yeah, it was. And then uh, I went to go to the bathroom, and there was a line to go to the bathroom. And this old guy was standing in the line with me to go to the bathroom, and he's just bitching the whole time. <laughs> It's like, how long does it take to go to the bathroom? <laughs> Were you the, like the only two grown men there? Oh, no. It was full of grown men. Lots of grown men. The view? Oh, yeah. A lot. That's I'd say it was probably 50-50. That's, that's good. And then there was a, there was a comedian, a warm-up guy you had that to. was the you most entertaining that was the most going. entertaining like he was the one that got the crowd going sure yeah. up to the bridge okay we gotta clap and and so in between like commercial breaks he'd be out there like interacting and like so people taking just, questions like, from the audience to the to the hosts yeah and the host would answer questions nobody'd leave you had to, you were like stuck there for the duration of the show how long did it last an hour an hour yeah because it's live it's yeah. done live um, they have the cue cards and everything like this. Is no, but flat. they got these big crane cameras. There's like five cameras or something like that that they're like moving around. Like they're huge on these big crane. I mean, that was kind of the cool experience. But we also went to a Seth Meyers thing where he like tested monologue jokes on us. Mm-hmm. We ended up getting free tickets to that because we were in the Universal store in mm-hmm. 30 Rock at the time, and so they were giving out like free tickets to that. So that watching Seth Meyers do like. Uh, basically, he does. He, he'll come in and he'll test monologue jokes with the with like a audience, yeah, to see how they go. And then, it, basically, based on the audience's reaction, then the writers get back together and be like, "That one didn't go. That one sucked. Or this, or we rework it." So a lot of the jokes that he did that day with us in there ended up on the night's monologue. Mm. And actually, was on a few nights monologues throughout the because like That's some of the, cool. like the Trump uh, Trump thought ones or whatever that he does. Okay, a few of those. It's kind of a neat experience because they said yeah, like there's like it's a small crowd, yeah. But they kind of group you all in there, and he comes out and he talks to you. Cool. Not directly, but to everybody. Like he's friendly. No, he, he talked directly to you. Yeah, he's like, hey Ward, hey Nicole, hey Bill, hey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just you guys, but. So that was fun, and then we did like the Thirty Rock tour, which was fun. But and this was all New York. Yeah, New York was a fun trip. You went to France though, and you didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I liked it, <laughs> but I'll never go back. Okay, how about this? 
<laughs> I, I, I like France. I like your underpants. <laughs> but not Paris. Okay. okay. It's an awful place. Is it just because it's gross? Well, okay. The the story that I've been telling everybody, and this is just, I was, I'm, if, have you guys ever been to Paris? No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, don't. Nor will um, I. Yeah. <laughs> Good. So everything looks fancy. Everything looks beautiful. And I'm a dumb American tourist. So, of course, I have my camera. And I'm like, wow, this is a cool building. Take a picture. Wow, this is a cool building. Take a picture. And you turn the camera, and there's someone shitting against a building. <laughs> and you're like, oh, perfect. Uh, let's take, let's move over here and take a picture over here. And it's just how it is. Like it's, it was, it was strange and just. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Everything smelled. Like I would have taken a picture of that. I did. Uh, <laughs> perfect. But everything was just like, I don't know. It was, it was just kind of fucked up. Like, uh, I mean, it smelled horrible. Yeah. Everything was beautiful. Like hey, that's that was the thing that was crazy is the architecture is beautiful, but it smells like shit. So you're just like, nah, I don't want to be here. And then like uh, they were like, anytime somebody asks you if you speak English, walk away because they're gonna scam you. That's mm. the first thing. And so it was just I don't know. Was- that was the one thing that we learned when we went to um, New York is we were like. And we talked about this when we did the New York shows. But mm-hmm. We were like, it took a like a day, and we were like, um, we called it hard in a day because like you, you just gotta like push through those people. people. You just yeah. like just pretend they that you don't that they don't exist, or you just part of like like we were jaywalking in no time and just doing like the same things yeah. that New Yorkers do and looking less touristy. Like you have to adapt fast. Well, just to just, get left alone so you can do what you're going to do. And we, like... And ignore people that yeah, come and just, talk to you. you just ignore everything. And But, like, the crazy thing was is... So, or I guess over there, a lot of the major European cities, it's it's the opposite of, like, the U.S. cities where the suburbs are actually shitty parts of the city and the center of the city is actually the good part of the city. We didn't know that. So we stayed in the suburb of the city. And it it wasn't awful. I mean, it wasn't nice, but it wasn't awful. And we stayed there, and everything was cool. But we rode the subway everywhere. Everywhere. And that was the one thing that was nice. It was at least the subway was easy to use because, I mean, it was it was foolproof. Like, you had to be an absolute idiot to get lost there because everything was straight lines. There's no corners. There's nothing. It's literally straight line. There's where you get everything's like that. Yeah. That was helpful. But it was just, there was just some strange shit going on. Like, we, because we went during the, the whole riots, and so there was... Tons of graffiti everywhere, things like that. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, you're, you're going through a major event. And then we were going through a tour of one of the rich parts of the city, and everything was smashed up. And I was like, oh, what, what's going on? And our tour guide just nonchalantly was like, yeah, last week there was a $30 million bank heist that went on, and people <laughs> got away. And I was just like, holy shit, that occurs? Like, that's a real thing? Like, this isn't a fucking isn't a television show? movie? Yeah. Like, what's happening? <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was crazy. Like... I don't know. It was definitely, definitely a culture shock. Uh, Steph was not not a fan at all. So, wow! Because it was, and I I cannot speak a lick of French at all. I look like a complete dumbass because I go like bonjour, and they just like stare at you like you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> bonjour, <laughs> just literally like that's how you feel, and then you're like uh, you're like uh, gracias. You're like oh shit, that's Spanish. <laughs> what is Fr- Is it Marseille? 
Mercy. Merci. Merci. Oh, and then I would I would try to like roll the tongue and shit and Steph's just like you're an idiot. Stop. You're, you're, Merci. Yeah, like you look like a dumbass. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was there was <laughs> You like the salsa? <laughs> See the the scariest thing that happened was we were in the subway and there was this band playing like this all this like classic classical music like cellos, mm. violas, everything. And we're sitting there watching and this lady comes up to me and is just fluently speaking French to me. And I'm just, yeah, <laughs> cool, cool, yeah, sweet. And I just didn't say anything to her. Must. And then she, she like shoves the CD into my stomach and, and I, no. 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 We just walked. Universal. I was, I was like, we're, we're no. leaving. Bye. I was like, I don't, I don't have money. I don't want to What's France for bye? One of the... First nights we were in New York, this guy comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, man!" He shakes my hand. Like I'm just like I'm because I'm still in friendly mode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. And Small town mode. He's like, "Yeah, you." Get, he's like, "Me and my buddy, we're uh, we're gonna go have a studio album recorded. You want to? Here's a CD." And then he's like, "He's like, I'll sign it for you. I'll get it for him. Oh, cool." He's like, uh, and then he goes, um, then he tells me it's gonna be like twenty bucks or something like that. And I'm like, "Oh, dude, I don't have any cash." On me, yeah. And then he's like, "Oh!" And he took the CD, takes the CD away from me, <laughs> and then kind of turns into an asshole. So I started walking. Like we kept walking at that point. But, uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, that's like I. It, I like how we're from this kind of area, you know, Winston. Yeah. So you like you're a total dumbass when you leave this area. You get, sure, like a big city. And yeah, you're just like we're just kind of like this, like. We, you stick out like a sore thumb. Like, man, like I don't know much up. about your big city life. You just did this like wanderlust as you're walking around. <laughs> exactly, right. exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, when I, we went to Dallas, uh, oh, Jesus, five years ago, and <laughs> and I remember walking around in Dallas, and, you know, Dallas has got a lot of tall buildings, so here I am just walking around, going, ah. Looking at like just staring up at the building, so I couldn't look normal because right, you're just like looking at the like, oh, that's amazing! Wow, look at that! And my uh, uh, my friend who lived down in uh, uh, New Orleans, but he was visiting his brother in uh, Fort Worth at the time. I think he lives in Fort Worth now, but he came and visited me, and, uh, and I went to high school with him. He came and visited me in Dallas, and we were, went out to dinner with him, and we got started getting like talked to by these guys and he's like no no we're from around here don't and, so, and then we kept going i mean he's like been down there so he's been down there long enough to kind of get the right um yeah the gist of just the vernacular like, no i'm like, good yeah no we're good we're good yeah see ya. have a good one and we just kept walking i was like oh wow that's how you do this oh yeah like, oh. you gotta be a dick and just yeah cool it. yeah but now i get it <laughs> All right, uh, let's get out of here. Tyra Banks, we're not through with you. We're uh, we're coming for you. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to expose you. all the all thirty of your IQ points. We're revisiting some of you later for sure. Sounds good. But hey, uh, Josh, thanks for uh, coming on this. Show. Yeah, thanks for having Did me. You have fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Good. That's it. That's it. Good. Do you understand, bro? Good. Look, bro. Yeah, look. No offense. No offense, bro. No offense. But uh, if you're funny, they'd get it, you know? (laughs) 
idiot. Yeah, bro. Bro. No offense, bro. Thanks for for watching and listening. Yeah, if you're... Uh... Oh, hold on. Oh, it's, it's Bree. The list of comedians everyone knows. Eddie Murphy, Larry the Cable Guy, Jeff Dunham, and Jack Foxworthy. Boom. Yep. I could totally pull an Amy Schumer and talk about my badge. Gross. Yeah, Amy Schumer is talentless garbage. Yeah, there it is. I was waiting for you to say it. Talentless. Yep. Worthless. There must be a lag because she just said Tyra No. <laughs> no, that's all she was saying. She's Tyra No. <laughs> all right. Uh, you can. Uh, Subscribe to the show on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, the Spotify, Spotify, and Google Play, and iTunes, and iTunes. Uh, give us a five star rating on iTunes. Uh, this is the Basement Boys Two podcast, soon to be transitioning to Time Spent Poorly after the sixty fifth episode. If you uh, go to the Coming website soon. TSPN fun, you can see what kind of fun we're having with the artwork, or I've been having with the artwork for the. We've episodes. been great. Um, anyway, thanks so much for joining us this show. Thanks for jo- thanks to Josh for coming on, and uh, we will be back next week with Hang my brother in law Jason. Awesome. All right, Later. thanks everybody. Bye.